This is episode 162 of the Beyond the Food Show, and today we talk about the all or nothing mindset, or some call it the black and white way of life. If this is you, you have to stay tuned because what I'm about to say may just shock you or not. We'll see. Let's get rolling. My name is Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist. I reversed my diagnosis of anxiety, depression, adrenal fatigue, and obesity by going beyond the food. I can tell you one thing, that willpower, discipline, and deprivation aren't the permanent solution to transforming your relationship to food. So how do you leave overeating, emotional eating, food craving, and binging behind you so you have the food freedom to achieve all of your goal and be happy now? As a top 25 alternative health podcast in the world, this is the Beyond the Food Show. Ladies, welcome back. I'm Stephanie Dodier, and some of you probably have noticed that we skipped last week release of an episode. And there's a very good reason for that. I was on a digital detox. What's a digital detox? It's when you live your life virtually like me, and you decide to take time off. So I cut myself off from social media, from anything to do with a computer, and I went away. Coming out of the Going to Beyond the Food project, version two. So for those who don't know what it is, it is our online conference we do every year. It just finished on October the 19th. I was wiped out. I had the symptoms of what I used to struggle with before, which was adrenal fatigue. My nervous system was hyperactivated. I needed a break. I needed a rest. So I decided to take a week off of the podcast as well so I can really honor myself and honor my need. And I went away. I actually went away to Florida. My family has a property in Florida. My parents are what we call in North America snowbird. They run away from the cold winter of Canada and they go to Florida where they don't have to deal with any of the snow and we have a property there. So I went there for almost two weeks and I did nothing, like really nothing. I just went to the beach, went to the pool, slept and repeated the next day, beach, pool and sleep. It was amazing. And I truly came back from there completely regenerated. My energy bank, my interests, my happiness, my health, everything was back on track. So that's the power of giving ourselves a break, taking a break, planning for a break. Because one of the things that I did differently this time is I actually planned for that. I knew that the going to be on the food project was going to be demanding a lot from me. So I already had some time plan off at that time. It just came a little bit too late that what I had planned, I had to push myself too hard towards the end to get there. So point noted for next time, I have to either not push as hard or take more break in between. 
Given who I am and what I know of myself, uh, not pushing as hard will be difficult. So I have to plan more break. But that's the power of knowing who you are and how you react to life and how you engage with life. So you can make plans around that to really take care of yourself. So I led you through my own time off and my own taking care of myself and, and share that with you so that you can see it being done. And hopefully that will encourage you to do it for yourself, right? Take some time away, plan your time effectively so that you can take some time off at the end of big project. Because the going to be on the food was a huge project. And you know what the most surprising thing that came out of the going to be on the food project is your favorite talks. I did not expect this. Just to give you an example, the number one talk that had the most question by far, like comments, question, everything, was the talk by my friend Bridget Danner on toxins and the impact of toxin on our life. Now, I know this is a very important topic, but I didn't realize that you wanted more of that. Um, so we're going to give you more. So that's some of the learning that we've done thus far from the Going to Beyond the Food Project. So stay tuned because in the upcoming weeks, I'm going to share with you some of the toxin free living thing that I do in my life. This is something that I've practiced in my life for at least six, seven years. And I've contacted some of the company and some of the process that I used to live a toxin free life. And I was able to get some deals for you. And some of them I'll be able to share before the beginning of December 2018. So stay tuned. If you're not yet on my email list, if you're not getting emails from me, get on my list. So there's going to be a link in the show notes, if you go to the stephaniedoze.com slash 162, you'll have a link to join our email newsletter. Or if you've already joined and you're not seeing our email, go check your spam folder, your junk folder. We're likely in there. You got to drag us back in our inbox and save our email as a contact because the opportunity, the deals that I'm going to have that are coming up. One is with a chain of toxin-free food, organic food. And the other one is very cool. I tested it with my paid program student and it went very well. It's a toxin-free laundry detergent and accessories for the home. So coming up November 13th and November 27th. So be sure to be on our Newsletter. Another thing that is coming up, another big project we have in front of us, and hence why I needed some time off because it just keeps going, is going to be on the Food Academy. We are officially finished testing and building this program. We've been doing it three times in 2018. And I have a group of students that are going through it right now, but this is the last revision. We are baking it in as is going forward. So it's one year of work, of testing, getting feedback from the student, revising, 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 and to finally get to the version where we're at right now that gives the most results and the most life transformation to our student. 
So I'm finishing recording the last bunch of video and we'll be able to release that final version in January 2019. And the reason why I'm talking to you about that is for you to register for the waitlist. If joining my signature program, the Going to Beyond the Food Academy, my 14 weeks intensive group coaching program is an interest of yours, you got to get yourself on our wait list, which by the way, will also get you on our email list because we are going to have a special offer for you in the month of December as a gift certificate. So if you want your partner, your husband, whatever to give you a gift, there's going to be an opportunity in early December to do that. And again, it will only go out to our community member. And with that offer, you will be able to lock in the price of 2018 because the price will go up with all the latest upgrade that we've done in January 2019. But with this gift certificate, you'll be able to lock in 2018 pricing. So if you're not yet on the wait list, again, in the show note, you will have the link or you can go to stephaniedozi.com slash academy. One more note for those that are on my email list, this is a repeat, but I'm going to go quickly. I've opened three spots for our one-on-one coaching program. And again, it was sent to our community. It is a three-month program. By the time you're listening to this, it may be gone. It may not be gone. So if you want to take a chance, if wanting to work one-on-one with me is something you wanted, you can email us at info at stephaniedodzie.com. Now, on to the topic of all or nothing mindset, which is something that I have struggled with, something that I didn't even know was a problem for me for years. And once I was made aware that it was actually a problem for me, it took me a bit of time to get over that. And when I look at our students in our community, in all of my program, this is one of the most common trait of character to all of our ladies. And it's very sneaky because we've been operating under that mindset for so long, we don't even know that we're doing it. And it leads to repeat vicious cycle that you know that you have an all or nothing viewpoint or mindset or black and white, and that you maybe think it's a good thing, I want you to stay tuned and listen because you'll likely get shock of how much of a negative impact it can have. And if you know you are that way and you want to change it, stay tuned because I'll share also four steps that you can override and work on releasing this way of engaging with life. As I share earlier with you, that trait of character for me, I thought was a strength, was a, a good aspect of me because for me, it took strong women to have such conviction of black and white thinking and good or bad. And everyone else who wasn't able to live their life like this was weak and needed more discipline, right? When I was on a diet, I used that trait of character because I could be a hundred percent compliant all the time. And I was, right? And I saw everything as good or bad. And 
because of that, when somebody gave me a way of eating, a meal plan, I would follow it 100%. I would bring food to the different places I was going to be sure I was 100%. I wanted to be perfect and nothing else was acceptable. And I was proud of being like that because it allowed me to lose weight quickly and to get the approval of everyone in my environment because I could do what others couldn't do because I had this way of seeing life. And it made me in some way worthy. I perceived it as a quality and made me feel worthy. And it worked for me until it didn't work. Until this way of living, this way of thinking became detrimental. It became so overwhelming and it became so rigid and so good or bad, then when I would make one choice that wasn't aligned with what I thought I should be, then it was a complete devastation and shame and guilt and resentment. And I was able to suppress and suppress and suppress until it actually became almost like a bomb inside of me, a bomb of resentment and deprivation inside of me. And then the bomb would explode and I would lose complete control and eat everything in sight, everything that was forbidden and in large quantity, because the more I ate, the more shame I felt, the more failure I felt that I was, the more broken that I felt that I was. And I felt really depressed. And I would stay depressed and I would stay in that mindset until the next wave of all or nothing would come back. And then I would get back on the wagon of black and white and extreme thinking, right? Either I was on the wagon or off the wagon. And that permeated to everything in my life. Work, I worked the same way. I was there 12 hours a day and I did everything 100% to the book, to my relationship, to everything. Because when you have an all or nothing mindset, you cannot have it in just one part of your life. You cannot have it in just dieting and not express it in another part of your life because it's a mindset. It's the way you engage with life. And If you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, that's a good thing to be black and white. It is until it's not. And be really honest with yourself because you have periods of your life where it's not. And when it's not, it's really not going well. And then you get into this whole roller coaster of shame and guilt and emotional eating and binging because of how not good you think you're doing because you're not totally in and totally in the good behavior that you should be. So I really want you to look at your way you're engaged with life right now and yourself and really ask yourself the deep question, A, is that the way that I engage with life? Is that the way that I engage with food and all or nothing, black or white? And B, if you know it's you, Be really honest. Is it serving you? Is it serving you? Are you someone who says, 
Am I on track? Am I being good or bad? Do I have a good day? Do I have a bad day? Oh my God, why did I fell off the wagon? Is that things that happen in your life? If it is, then you are an all or nothing tinker, a black and white tinker. And you're probably a representation of my population of student and patients. You are in need of going beyond the food. That's why you're listening to this podcast here. So let's be honest with each other. And that's the whole concept of going beyond the food because the way we engage with food is not the problem. It's the mindset we carry behind it like the all or nothing. So all or nothing. Now you've asked yourself those questions. All or nothing is really an absolist thinking. And it's a common denominator for my student population and going to be on the food community. It's a common denominator with people who are engaged in eating disorder. It's a common denominator with dieter. It's a common denominator with women that struggle with body image. It's a common denominator with women that are not good enough or low self-esteem because we believe that if we can be good enough, which means being all good on the wagon, then we will upset what is broken about us, what we believe that we should be ashamed of and change and not good about ourselves. The all or nothing mindset is the source of many, many, many eating loop, emotional eating loop, binge eating, overeating weekend, restricted food binges, because we are so ashamed of not being all in and not being on the wagon. I also see it a lot in my students group as they do their work right? So they are learning all those techniques to engage with their emotion differently, to engage with their thoughts differently, of changing their relationship with their body. And as soon as one thing does not work the way it should be, then they feel like they fell off the wagon and then they get into the shame, into the guilt, into that I'm not good enough wagon. Because again, they're taking the approach to healing as all or nothing, not allowing for the roller coaster of life to take place. Everything should be perfect. They're expecting the process of healing to be linear. So it's really deep rooted, right? The truth is, the all or nothing mindset is a negative thought process. In the field of psychology, it is referred as cognitive distortion. And again, it's where we're seeing everything, including food, to the way we engage with our own life, to our professional life as black or white, success or failure, nothing in between, no quote unquote gray zone. And there's a lot of suffering in the black and there's a lot of elation in the white. We either feel tremendously proud or tremendously terrible. We cannot be in that middle gray zone in that neutral way of life. And that 
consequently gives us the self-doubt, the anxiety, the low self-esteem, the feeling of fearing failure, right? If you're in a state of fear of failure, there's likely some all or nothing mindset behind this. And that leads to binges and emotional eating and compulsive eating, whatever your thing is with food. But at the end of the day, it prevents us to engage with life with a healthy and a balanced life approach. So many women look for balance in their life, but they're not willing to let go of the all or nothing, or they don't know how to let go of all or nothing. So if you're looking for food freedom, if you're looking for balanced life, you really got to look at that part of your mindset and find some solution. Now, let's go into the solution part of this. How do we let go of this all or nothing mindset? What I'm about to share with you first, I want you to know it is in relationship with food and body, but it's also the same way we engage with everything in life that has to do with that mindset. The secret behind this approaching how we engage in an all or nothing or black and white mindset is something that is with our relationship with ourselves. And I want to take a few seconds here to explain that because when I say that our relationship to food, our relationship to our mindset is a reflection of our relationship to self, to ourselves, it's where women get hang up because they're afraid of creating a relationship with ourselves. We're afraid of that. We have blocks and we've been avoiding that for different reasons. One of the most common one is because we don't think we're deserving. We don't think we're good enough. We don't think our body look good enough. And I'll do that when I get to where I want to be, right? So the secret to letting go of the all or nothing mindset to finding the gray zone is about creating a relationship with ourselves based on self-acceptance and compassion. And I'll dive more in the different steps here that, that I'm going to quickly share with you. But it's about creating that relationship with ourselves. And that's why the programs that I run, the Claim Your Food Freedom or the Going to Beyond the Food Academy, the transformation are much more broader than with food. We first want to change food, but then we quickly realize that we've changed so many other aspects of our life because the type of change we do, like the all or nothing mindset, is not just with food. It's with how we engage with ourselves. Um, so let's dive into the steps. Step number one to drop the all or nothing mindset or the black and white thinking in particular in relationship to food, that's where we'll start, is to be aware. It's awareness. Is creating the awareness, listening to what I'm saying today, that you are engaging with food and your body from a black and white mindset. And then accepting that it's not working for you. It never has worked, hence why you're listening to this podcast, and it will never work. Like there's nothing different you can do and there's no more hardcore way you can be on the wagon that it's going to make it work. 
So before you go to step number two, you got to accept that you have this all or nothing mindset and that not working for you. And then you can take responsibility and learn to engage differently. Learn to engage in the gray zone. Step one. Step two, the gray zone reside in a space that foster acceptance and compassion when it comes to food in your body. So it's about understanding why we crave, why we binge, why we compulsively eat and seek to understand our personal driver behind those behavior instead of judging those behavior as being bad, as being the nothing and off wagon. So tuning the dial from judgment to understanding. And the same goes for body image, right? It's having that physical view relationship with our body that is compassionate. So shifting from bad to good point of view to understanding. The third step is quickly figuring out another way of dealing with your emotion, which is typically was behind your emotional relationship to food or your binging, finding another way of dealing with your emotion by being compassionate and accepting your emotions for what they are. Emotions are really just a message carrier of something going on in your life to let you know if you should keep doing it or should be avoiding it. So instead of using food to numbing those emotions, it's finding a tool to be able to ride the wave of those emotions. We teach it in our program with breath, which is called the Crave Cure Formula that allows you to ride your emotion without being afraid of them. And then step four is to tap into your intuition. Tap into your intuition to know what you should eat instead of tapping into diet rules, tapping into what external sources are telling you to do in a very rigid way. So tapping into your intuition and let yourself be consciously eating in the case of food or consciously engaging and following your internal nutritionist as opposed to engaging with rules and regulation or all or nothing or black or white. Because when we tap into our intuition and our internal nutritionist, we have compassion, right? We know how to regulate those emotions without being good or bad. And the very last step, the fifth and next step is to drop perfectionism. First of all, all of you listening right now, are you perfectionists? Do you realize that you are? I'm advancing that a lot of you listening are because you're a good representation of my student body. You're a good representation of me as well. The whole or nothing mindset, the black or white thinking goes alongside to perfectionism. It's almost the same thing. So that last step is dropping that perfection, accepting the feb and flows, the highs and lows of life, 
and reframing that expectation that everything will be linear. It's all good. If I do this, it's going to be good forever and beyond all the time. And every time you have an up or down, you're surprised by it because you're expecting it to be perfect at all the time. So these are the five steps. Let me recap them quickly for you. Step one, dropping the all or nothing mindset is awareness and acceptance. Step two is understanding with compassion and self-acceptance why the behavior are present in your life that you so want to be all or nothing. Third step is figuring out another way of dealing with the root cause of the emotional eating or the binging. In our case, we use breath. The fourth step is to tap into your intuition to know what's good and not good for you instead of rules and regulation. And then the last step is dropping the perfection. Simple? (laughs) I know it sounds simple, but not so much, right? We have a quiz that recently launched on our website. It's called the Food Freedom Score. So if you're still with me here, but you're still unsure that's you, I would highly recommend that you go take that quiz. That quiz is going to give you a food freedom score. It's 10 questions. It's a short version of the assessment that I use with my one-on-one patients and clients to assess their mindset around food in their body. So that quiz can be found at stephaniedoze.com slash quiz or in the show note, take the quiz and get yourself your food freedom score. The cool thing is as you answer the question, the question are based on the behaviors that are either expressing food freedom or that are expressing all or nothing mindset or an attachment to body image and so forth. So you really can see the behavior that maybe you're doing that you're not realizing is an all or nothing mindset or that are not fostering good relationship with your body. So it's a very cool experience. I would highly recommend that you do that and you get yourself your food freedom score and that you share the result with me on social media. So I hope this episode helped you Understand all or nothing mindset, the consequence of it, and how you can change it in your life. And remember that the type of work that we do here is against the grain. It's against the weight loss in the fitness industry. So I would highly appreciate if you can share it with another woman in your life that needs to hear this information that may not be prevailed to it. It will give her the information that she'll never get any other way, but it will also help me get my message out to the world. So I would really appreciate it. The next episode, 163, is going to be about weight loss and why I refuse to talk about it. Yeah, I know you guys are probably stumped by now, but I don't talk about weight loss for a very specific reason. And I'm going to share that with you in the next episode. The episode is actually titled Smart Women Don't Diet and what they do instead. And I hope it's really going to help you reframe your perspective on weight loss. So stay tuned for that coming out next week. So I love you girls and I'm looking forward to hang out with you on the next episode. Do you wish your relationship to food and perhaps your body was easier? Do you wish you could make peace with food and your body? 
Most women will describe the state of being as having food freedom. And likely you've tried potentially everything to get there. And you are certain that something is seriously wrong with you. Maybe you're thinking that more restriction has to be the solution. I get it. And trust me, I've been there too for almost 27 years. You see, what most struggling women never ever realize is that how you engage with food in your body has little to do with food itself. Sadly, most women rely on outdated strategy like restriction and willpower and discipline as their solution. Things like the black and white mindset, the diet pills, the cheat day to control their urges. But you and I know that has nothing to do with food freedom. So that's why I want to share with you the assessment that I use in my clinic with my one-on-one client to identify what is holding them back from food freedom. And quite frankly, it's different from anything you've done before. I've created the food freedom score, this assessment tool to give you an idea of where you should be focusing on. During this quiz, I'm going to take you through 10 simple yes or no question that will allow you to assess the sticky point with your relationship with food and your body. Plus, I'll coach you at the end on specific steps you need to take to move forward to get your food freedom. So if you're ready to step into a new version of yourself and create a new relationship with food and your body, head over to stephaniedoze.com slash quiz and I'll see you on the other side.